The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at. Let me give you a little bit more of a shout out for law enforcement. As I whined and complained about having to sit still for most of the day on uh, Monday in the trial and Tuesday morning. And you, you sit until somebody else calls the shot. Somebody else is in charge of when it starts, when it stops. Uh... The court case I had, uh, there was a cop, uh, Billings Police Department, that had to be in the courtroom. And over the course of a career, I don't know how much time you spend standing there guarding people and just not doing anything, but of the many parts of the job in law enforcement, shout out to them. And it was funny, we had uh, three different Billings Police Department officers testify and the uh, prosecution with each officer brings them up and lets them give their resume. And one of the female officers has been with Billings police department for 10 years. And then she's been, I want to say law enforcement with national guard for 18. And I mean, just, just an incredible resume. And so when she gave her testimony, in fact, all three, all three officers gave their testimony. It's like, wow, I completely believe everything you guys are telling me. (laughs) Uh, Billings police have arrested four people, two of them juveniles, in connection with that shooting that happened way back on January 16th. Good for them. Two juveniles. And they won't identify them. I wrote a blog on this the other day. Okay. Juveniles like that need to be identified. Completely agree. You're right. right. That rule needs to be changed. People need to know who those young kids are. I Teachers need to know, schools need to know, neighborhoods need to know, they need to know. Because these guys are juveniles, and they're going to be out when they become an adult. Mm -hmm. They were taken to a juvenile center. We We know the name of the juvenile that was shot. They don't have any problem releasing that name. Only to be identified as a 15 year old, 15, AG, a female, another juvenile, was identified as E.G. I'm guessing since both their last initials are G, (laughs) they're probably related. Obstructing justice, tampering with evidence, misdemeanor riot. Then there was an 18-year-old, Jesse Myers, charged with obstruction, misdemeanor counts of obstructing a police officer. And then those two teenagers and an 18-year-old were also hanging around and charged at the same time that Jewel Graham was charged. Jewel Graham, she's 36. So all these real young teenagers were with this 36-year-old woman. Well, and Kelly just sent me this. Uh, Q2 had the story identifying them. Andy Jack Gressing, 16, and Ellie Jane Graham, 16. Mm. Oh, well, see, there you go. And they should. One of 10 homicides so far this year. Got to know what your kids are doing. Got to know who they're hanging out with. You Mm -hmm. have to be parents. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care if you think it's inconvenient. Yeah. Well, don't have them then. You know, everybody gets a new puppy and it's fun the first week. Mm -hmm. So headline today, lawmakers look to limit pot licenses. Well, I, I did an article yesterday on liquor licenses. Mm-hmm. They limit those. Right. 
State lawmakers support a new proposal to extend the moratorium on new recreational dope. The move could protect the current pushers from an oversaturated market. The intention is to allow the existing dope providers time to stake out their market <laughs> before before big weed yeah. starts flooding the state. Oh, it's going to, folks. Big weed. That's what they call it. Big weed. Montana Cannabis Guild CEO Pepper Peterson was the architect of the Bowett Initiative back in 2020. Wonder if anybody who owed tons of money on their student loans were able to still come up with enough money to buy weed every week. You already know the answer. (laughs) And also, they didn't make every payment. (laughs) No, they didn't. They didn't. Man, that's all we need. A high society. A a drug-induced society. I, I you know these these pot guys. They just uh, they hate me. I don't care. You can hate all you want, Paul. They're I, not up and listening. I don't like you guys either. No, I don't like what you're doing to our youth. Those poor, undeveloped, adolescent brains. Did you? I wonder if they read the article in the paper over the weekend that we talked about earlier in the week about the kid who got a start, who died from fentanyl, and got a start with pot. Oh, but it's not a gateway drug, Paul. I know it was, and they even <laughs> mentioned it. And he started about seventh or eighth grade, mm-hmm. and his dad, who also had smoked pot, didn't think it was that big of a deal, and let him. And it starts ruining the adolescent brain. It affects, it affects young developing brains more than it affects adult brains. Mm-hmm. It just does, and they'll tell you it doesn't because they're in the dope business. I had a fertilizer guy call me yesterday. You know what he told me? Paul, your ground has so much nutrients in it, I wouldn't put one bit of fertilizer on it. That's not what he told me yesterday. (laughs) So what do you think the pot people are going to tell you about how it affects young brains and minds and about the carcinogens? These guys in these dope shops telling women when they're pregnant to smoke it and it'll help them with their nauseous problems. What? No medical training. No medical background. None. Zero. Folks, my son, my son is uh, 31 years old. 31. He's been in school for 27 years of his life so far. Mm -hmm. He is still training. He's an orthopedic surgeon. He's a doctor. Still training as a surgeon. Still training. And yet, he still is not allowed to go out on his own and set a broken thumb. <laughs> but we we got pot guys who run medical pot shops that can give you advice and you can go in there and say, I'm pregnant and I'm, I'm throwing up a lot. Do you have anything? And they can give you medical advice and give you a drug to help you with your ailment with no medical background whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That seems pretty smart doesn't it it's a screwed up mess Three thousand people a week dying from fentanyl it's too bad they're dead because we could talk to them about how they got started and what drug they started with and why they decided they needed a different high and different trips and different feelings three thousand a week three thousand folks 
We only lost 2,000 in the entire Afghanistan war over 20 years. We're losing 3,000 a week in the U.S. from fentanyl because we don't control our border. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, they're not all because the border is unchecked, but the majority of them are. It's crazy. And these troubled youth that we have, just like these kids, what's their family like? Hmm? What's their family like? What's their dad and mom do if they're around? What do they do? Uh, are they on drugs? Kids just run around, do whatever in the hell they want, drinking all the time, smoking dope, doing meth. What? Where are they at in their life? You know, we had, years ago, folks, Mark and I, we used to have uh, the Billings Police. We had a segment every day. Yeah. And we used to talk to Billings Policemen, talk about different things, the law, traffic, ordinance, all kinds of stuff. It was kind of fun. And the policemen we had on used to tell us, you know, 90% of their calls that they get always go back to the same families all the time. Yep. All the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Very randomly, does a guy like Mark Wilson drive down the road and say, you know what? I'm going to go into that holiday store and hold me up a clerk and steal money. <laughs> I got my baseball bat. Yeah. Very <laughs> seldom does that happen. They're the same guys, same mm-hmm. crooks, same families. Yeah. Same ones. I remember him telling us about that. We are just so much better as a society and a sound, sane country if we are all in a state of mind that is either high, drunk, wasted, or gone. Isn't that so much better for our society? It really is. We can see it in our test scores. We can see it everywhere. We can see it in productivity. We can see it in our weight. We can see it in our crime rate. We can see it in everything we do every day. It seems like drugs touch it one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Talk to your police chief. You don't have to listen to some a-hole on the radio. I'm just a disc jockey. So (laughs) talk to your police chief and see what he has to say. Talk to Stacy, the DEA agent, when you're out at Chemnet's big symposium about employers now and the worries that they should have because of liability. 70% of the people that are employed have something in their system that could impair them? What? I wonder if the people who sell dope drug test their employees. <laughs> that, that is something only you would come up with. That's you funny. Know, I, wonder, <laughs> I wonder if they have to drug test their employees. <laughs> that, that's funny. <laughs> Thank you. Because, you know, when you go in and you buy gym equipment... The guy selling the gym equipment will tell you about the Peloton or tell you about the rowing machine. Oh, yeah, it's a good workout, and I've noticed that you can do this and this. They all are experts on the products that they sell. (laughs) So when you go in there, I'm looking for something that doesn't have as as strong a flavor, but will still freaking buzz my mind (laughs) out of this planet, man. Oh, yeah. Have I got what you need? I test drove this particular yeah, brand last exactly. night. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they're making some medical decisions for folks. 
That's comforting. It's comforting. Drug testing should be mandatory for every single person in America that gets government money. Mm-hmm. They demanded drug testing for us before we could fly on an airplane. Yeah. They did that. Isn't that funny what they did for COVID? But they don't do it for drugs. Yep. I mean, why should taxpayers fund their drug habits? We shouldn't. We shouldn't. And then we have stories like this, where these youth killed another poor innocent kid. And... uh I doubt they came. I doubt that they came just from your average family. Um, they had a camper. They got out at Brett's RV and they used to fish up at Fort Peck all the time. And you'd see them at St. Bernard's on Friday at five o'clock. And the one girl was in volleyball. The other kid, he played little league baseball and stuff like that. And you know, they got two dogs and a garden in the backyard. And um, mom also works. She's a clerk at a business here in town. And uh, you think that's the family? You think that's the family? So what do you expect? What do you expect a lost kid with no direction, no guidance, nothing to do? They're going to get in trouble. They're going to get in trouble. And we don't go after those people. We don't go after those groups because they're voters. Look at look at the difference, folks, in our voting rolls last year when we had the pot initiative on the ballot mm-hmm. compared to any other year. Right. No, and you called that. You called that before the election. Mm-hmm. It's sad, really. I'll tell you what's sad. It's sad, really, when that is the most important issue in your life is your ability to do dope. Might be the only time a lot of these people will ever vote, Paul. Yeah. To do dope and stay in an altered state of mind. That's the most important thing to you in your life. Then you got a problem. A freshly hand-cut steak and made-from-scratch pizza is what you'll find at the Blue Cat Bar and Grill in Huntley. They've got the best roasted chicken, amazing burgers, and the best prime rib deal in the county. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they have the freshest, best meal deal going. You've got to try their loaded Bloody Mary, made with your choice of vodka, bacon, cheese, olives, pepperoncinis, a pickle spear, and topped off with a beef stick and shrimp. For great service, generous portions, and a full-service bar and casino, head to the Blue Cat Bar and Grill in Huntley. Make sure to like them on Facebook. Well, Stupid was at the Detroit Auto Show yesterday. And um, he was up there getting in and out of all the cars yesterday. And so Biden announces uh, five a new $5 billion deal. This guy, how does this guy get authority just to spend all this money whenever he wants? Half a trillion for loans. Ah, oh, yeah, we're going to... We're going to take $5 billion out of the infrastructure. We've decided to add new charging stations now. Well, that's great, except for one thing. We don't have the power to supply them. And it's not, not even being addressed. You know what? You remember yesterday I, talked, I told you about why, why the car? Why only cars have to be electric to change the weather? If we just change the automobile and how we power it, we can change the weather. Folks, I thought of this yesterday again on the tractor. I mentioned it briefly yesterday. How many homes in America 
use natural gas or home heating oil to heat their homes. Why aren't they forcing all of those fossil fuel burning homes to switch to electricity? How many hot water heaters in America run on natural gas? Why don't they force all of them to go electric if electric's the answer? How about stoves in your home? How many of you in, around America have gas stoves? Love them. Nope. Why don't we force everybody in America that has a gas stove to go electric? If electric's going to change our weather, why are they only going after the cars and they're not going after home heating oil, those fossil fuels, stoves, hot water heaters, all of that kind of stuff? Just think of that. And you know what, folks? Let me tell you something that another dumb disc jockey will tell you. You can change the entire heating system of your home to electric, put in an electric hot water heater, and buy an electric stove far cheaper than you can buy a $70,000 electric vehicle. True. But why aren't they doing that? If electricity is the answer, why don't they do that? And here's another one. Because Joe Biden and his people will say, well, natural gas really isn't that bad. It's a clean burning fuel. Okay, then why wasn't there a push to have clean burning natural gas automobiles that we already have and we are already running? Hmm? Why? We got enough natural gas in America to supply every home, every car, anything that we want. We pump it back in the ground. It just, it boils out of the ground. It creates every day. Mm -hmm. It's an endless source, natural gas, clean burning. Folks, have you ever looked at the vent in your home when your hot water heater is running or your furnace is running? Have you ever looked at that vent outside? You could put your freaking mouth over the top of that vent and breathe in what's coming out of it and it wouldn't hurt you at all. You don't see smoke coming out of those vents or anything. You don't see that at all. It's the most clean burning energy there is, is natural gas. Folks, and you you never have problems starting your car in the wintertime when you're on natural gas. And no. They start right. You know, the swan men, swan trucks, people like that, propane outfit, they all use it. They all use it for their cars and trucks. Nope. We're going to use an energy source that we don't have enough of. And that we have to create with wind or sunshine to supply all this stupid, crazy economic suicide. But we'll go at we we need to change the car, the automobile. We don't need to change the home, the stove, the water heater, none of that stuff. We don't need to change any of that. That has no impact on weather. Thank God Farmer's Almanac said, go all go to electric cars so we can have a warmer winter. What the hell? Why only why only the fuel we use in car changes the weather and not anything else then? Mm-hmm. Can you explain that one to me? You scientists, explain that. Why only the fuel in the car changes weather patterns around the world and not the fuel that we use in anything else? The car. Stupid. Dumb. I read you the NASA study last week. I still saved it here in case somebody wants to call and argue, but they never do about the Earth's orbit has been tipped. We're different angled of the sun now, and it happens, and it happens, and it happens over and over and over again. So when we get closer to the next ice age, and the weather starts getting colder and colder, are we going to stop all the electric vehicles and go back to gas? Hmm. No. No. They're so expensive, they got to they gotta help you pay for them. $7,500 tax credit. 
They unveiled a new Mustang yesterday with batteries. Joe Biden owns a 1967 Chevy Corvette Stingray. You know what he needs to do? He needs to lead by example. He needs to take that out in front of the White House, and he has to have Schnitzer Steel's car recycler out there, and they need to drop it in there and crush it right in front of him. Because that's what he's doing to all of you. Mm -hmm. See, folks, you have to get rid of your cars. Joe Biden gets to keep his 67 Chevy Corvette Stingray. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Isn't that nice? It's great, isn't it? And with that car charging network, they've approved plans for 34 states in Puerto Rico. Now, why 34? Does that mean if you have an electric car, you're only allowed to travel to 34 of our 50 states? We don't want you in the other states. I wonder I wonder where that money's going to go to those 34 states. Hmm? And Puerto Rico, Porter, folks, you can't freaking drive to Puerto Rico. <laughs> There's a big damn ocean between us and there. Puerto Rico's going to get them. Yep, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, five billion over five years. We can't. We don't have the energy to supply them, but that's the way it's going to be. Well, and we did the thing last week about the longest trip you, you that you ever drove. Mm-hmm. Those days are going to be behind you in an electric car. You're not going to drive from here to L.A. No. You're going to stop and pull over for a couple hours several times. Joe Biden wants a 50-mile requirement, have one at least every 50 miles. State transportation officials in Wyoming, Idaho, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota joined last month to urge them to ease those requirements. Wyoming transportation director said it's irresponsible and illogical to do that. It would be more than 20 years before there could be enough electric vehicle adoptions in Wyoming to worry about a line at a station. Most of the EVs in Wyoming, according to them, would be tourist traffic anyway. People that would go, for instance, to Yellowstone Park. Wyoming asked for exceptions to the mileage requirement for 11 different highways they have in Wyoming. Same thing for Montana, North Dakota, just hundreds and hundreds of miles of highway. U.S. Postal Service is going to go all electric. Folks, where are we coming up with all of this electricity? We don't have it. We don't generate it. And, and they've killed it. You know, radio killed the video star or what, what was video it? Video killed the radio star. Yeah, that's right. What? It's going to be dark everywhere. 80 amps to charge a car? That's about half your household capacity. We're getting rid of all our generating capability and we're going to be a one, we are going to be a one power nation. We are going to be so vulnerable to anything, a one power nation. Just, just in terms of national security, what, what sane nation would do this? An imbecile nation, a nation run by dummies, morons, imbeciles, crazy, crazy people. You take Joe Biden's corvette stingray and lift that up with a crane and drop it into that car mulcher then the rest of us might start thinking about it mm-hmm. or get rid of nancy pelosi's jet john Kerry's six homes that have to be heated and air conditioned every day drop that ass's stuff in a recycling machine start doing that hmm how about john tester 
You know, folks, it takes more fuel to move John Tester around in a vehicle than it does the average person. (laughs) How come he's not doing anything about that? Hmm? We know that's true, right? Because when you fly, if your bag weighs 50 pounds, they have to charge you more because it's heavier and it's on an airplane and you use more fuel that way. When you're looking for the perfect location to host your special event, your first choice should be the Roadside Event Center. They offer a rustic and charming atmosphere and are an exceptional choice for weddings, reunions, graduation parties, anniversaries, and corporate events. Whether it's a cozy indoor party or an outdoor event, the Roadside Event Center can accommodate and they have a covered patio and a fully stocked bar. Check out Huntley's premier event center at roadsideeventcenter.com. That's R-H-O-A-D roadsideeventcenter.com God save us all my mom I talked to her last night for her birthday told me she's glad she's leaving this world she goes she says I want this to be my last birthday I said well you know actually mom you you don't get to pick I know but I want this to be my last birthday I want to be up on the hill at St. John's right next to Howard And I thought, well, you know, he's only been gone two years. He deserves a little more peace and quiet yet. I mean, you know, give him a a little more time. Because he still wants it to be heaven. Exactly. (laughs) You know, but uh, imagine, folks, can can you imagine what these people were thinking? Huh? Just think of that. And people like Pete Buttigieg and others, they, they don't give a damn about that population sector anymore. They don't care about people 70 years and older. They're on their way out. They could give a rat's ass about that part of the population. Can you imagine what those people think? Hmm? Imagine what they have been through. If you know somebody in your life who is in their mid-80s on up. Um, Imagine, just think what they have been through and have seen through the course of their life. And then are, are being dealt this now and watching what these people are doing to our nation and our country. Imagine what they are thinking. These are people that ate beans and rice and uh, in order to save money. So when their washing machine went out, they'd go up to a Sears and they'd pay cash and buy one. Never relied on anybody for anything. Looked out after their neighbors. Raised their children. Stayed home. Did without to raise their children. That's right. Imagine what they're thinking now. They're on their way out. A lot of you listening, you all have elderly folks in your life or did at one point. Imagine what they're thinking and feeling. Imagine what your dad would say or your mother or your grandma or your grandfather. Imagine what they would say right now. We're getting rid of all of our energy sources and we want to use only wind and sun to supply what the nation needs. And you have to have an electric car. What? Oh, yeah. And we got pot shops on all the corners now so we can have a a larger drug-induced society. Oh, that's cool. Imagine that. Buy now, pay later. Got an article today on that, folks. As Oh, no. Well, what happened, Pete Buttigieg, you young dumbass? As you encourage people to buy now and pay later. Headline AP today, buy now, pay later. Growing delinquencies around America. Growing number of American shoppers have jumped at the chance to buy now and pay later. Loans to pay for sneakers and luxury goods. Loans alone to buy a gosh darn pair of sneakers. Companies like Affirm, PayPal, 
have built popular financial products around these short-term loans for younger borrowers. Younger. You deserve it. You need to feel good. It's not right that somebody who's 60 can go on a trip and you can't. They have a nice car. You don't. This is what we teach now. So borrow the money. Borrowers, younger borrowers, are not fearful of never-ending credit card debt anymore. The industry continues to rack up customers. However, delinquencies are climbing at a record pace. Oh, yeah, they don't care. Americans have grown fond of the buy now, pay later. Buy now, pay later. The most popular type of buy now, pay later loans allow for four payments over six weeks. One payment at a time. That's good because every other week I need my dope. So I don't, I can't make that payment. Given those features, consumer advocates and financial advisors have seen buy later plans cause bigger and bigger financial woes for people than ever before. And don't forget there's late fees on that. Late fees can run as high as $34 per item plus plus interest on a pair of sneakers. Consumer Bureau said Americans took out $24.2 billion in buy now, pay later programs in 2021. $24 billion. Jasmine Francis, who is 29, she's a technology analyst in Charlotte. I first used a buy now, pay later service to buy some clothes from fast fashion brand Forever 21. But I had to be careful. What are these people thinking, folks, that we all know when they look at this and they see this? No wonder they want to leave. I wonder that all the time myself, folks. I wonder it all the time. You go to a place like Texas Roadhouse or something and you see these tables of people and they're sitting there and they're eating and they're drinking and uh, and it's not cheap to do that. No. And it's gotten worse recently. And it's all on the card. Buy now, pay later. That's why I've always used cash for all of those kind of purchases. Always have. But... Um, we, we are imploding here as a sound, sane society with this kind of behavior in our nation. And that's the kind of stuff that ruins nations, destroys democracies and governments in great countries. We've seen it through history over and over again. And uh, so we have to change it. We have to change it for our children, for their benefit. And that's why parents are so important. It's up to you to teach your kids some of these sound life skills that they need and then we won't have kids like that that run around when they're 15 years old killing kids you should teach them from the get-go drugs are bad all drugs don't start save your money don't even go there you know stuff like that and and you know how far we've come in society now if you tell somebody you shouldn't smoke dope you shouldn't do drugs. We Then the pot guys write us letters. Mm-hmm. You guys are awful. They want you to teach your kids to do drugs. That's right. They want you. Teach them to smoke pot. It's recreation now, remember? Teach them to do that. Get them into it. It's great for our business. 
What are you doing teaching kids to stay away from pot and dope and drugs and stuff like that? What What do you do? That's crazy. They get mad at us. That's how much we have changed. Mm-hmm. And they're our future? Whew. Maybe mom's right. Maybe mom's right. Got Parade of Home tickets today. We have some of those. Some people won't be able to ever buy a home because they learn stuff like this. Because they have tennis shoe payments. Mark, tennis shoe payments. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Borrowing money for a pair of shoes. We'll go up and get a pair of tracks from Kmart. Mm -hmm. Remember those? Yes, because... That's what I wore, and my mom made payments, but that's because my school clothes and my tracks were on layaway. Tracks. So you didn't get your stuff until the whole balance was paid. It was a Kmart brand of shoe. It was called tracks, mm-hmm. and they were cheap. And you wore those, so in case the other kids didn't already know you were poor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. No. Borrow the money. Make your tennis shoe payments. Whew. Wow. All righty. Well, we better get rolling here. We didn't even talk about the dirty dozen. Those are the homes around Billings that they that are so disgusting. Uh, they're in trouble with code enforcement. They try to clean these places up all the time. And um, there's a bunch of them listed now. So, uh, but they probably don't have the money to do it. They're making payments on gym shoes mm-hmm. or something. We'll get to that maybe later. Okay. The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Events Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at.